Well, good morning, Red Wing. My guest this morning is Mike Warner, who is our fire chief here in Red Wing. Good morning, Mike. How's it going today? It's going good. How are you? I'm doing great. I appreciate your time today joining uh, Good Morning Red Wing on Bluff Country. So before we get started, if people want to kind of find out what you folks do in our community, uh, you guys are part of the city, obviously. And so if you go to the city's webpage, red-wing.org, look under the government tab and then under city departments, you're getting a call. That's pretty exciting. Although, yeah, we don't want you to miss a fire while you're actually here. Mike, uh, I attended briefly your, uh, you guys had a very successful open house pretty recently. How yes, did... we did. There was a lot of people that showed up. It was real nice to see all the kids and the smiles and also to educate on public safety and fire safety in particular. What I found fascinating was you had some kind of mock setups and uh, you had some examples of trying to put out fires. It was pretty, pretty interesting and I could tell the kids were having a blast. Yeah, kitchen fire is a real problem across the country, in particular in Red Wing. So we set up a demonstration to safely extinguish kitchen fires. And always the best notification would be dial 911 and get out of the residence and let us come and help you with it. Right. Well, that brings me to a point. Are those the most common fires that you see? That is overall the most common fire. It's hard to tell on which kind and what it's gonna be, but that is the most common one. And a lot of times, if there's any question on how it started, you guys call the fire marshal in, is that how that works? Yeah, we actually have a fire marshal, an investigator who works oh. for the fire department. His name is Andy Speltz. He is our fire marshal and he is trained in investigations. If we need assistance, we will also contact the state fire marshal's office and they have fire investigators as well. We're talking today with Mike Warner, our fire chief here in Red Wing. And I wanted to know this too, and I know it's kind of hard maybe on average how many fires you see a month or a year, but are fire reports up this year in 2022? Overall calls are up for both the ambulance and the fire side. This year we're on target to run 4,600 total calls and that's between rescues, fires, car accidents, medical, inter-facility transfers and everything. There is no true way to figure out if fires are up because all of the variables, we look at the last couple of years of COVID, numbers were different and things have changed, but that also means that people are in their house more. So unfortunately, the calls still happen. Sure, yeah, well that's true because people really want, we were all kind of shut in, so to speak. Now you mentioned the ambulance, the ambulance slash paramedics, that is part of your department as well? That is correct. So we have four advanced life support ambulances and all of our career firefighters are also paramedics. So whatever the call is, is what vehicle they respond on. And that allows us to respond to multiple calls or again, whatever the type of call is, we would handle that. And how far, uh, I noticed as we're talking, you had a fire yesterday, a brush fire uh, near Welch. How far outside of our actual city, that is apparently part of your purview, so how far is your range exactly? So there's actually two different areas. The city of Red Wing and Wakuda are covered by the fire department. And then outside of that, the ambulance covers even further. We cover about 250 square miles. Some of that is also in Wisconsin of about 36 square miles in Wisconsin. And that would be our primary service area, meaning it's our responsibility to handle any ambulance call inside of that area. Wow. So our friends like is Ellsworth, they would be, or Hagger, Hagger City. City, Bay City, Diamond Bluff. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Oh, we're talking today on Good Morning, Good, uh, Good Morning Red Wing. I have another segment, Good Morning, Good News. Sometimes I get all the good stuff mixed up. Mike Warner uh, is joining the show this morning on Bluff Country on Good Morning Red Wing. So, paramedics, you mentioned firefighters themselves have to have training, and then do you have specific folks and that's all they do? 
No, so the, like I mentioned earlier, our career firefighters are also paramedics. So to be a full-time firefighter with us, you have to be a paramedic and a firefighter. So you have to have both certifications and that takes a lot of time. It actually starts as an EMT basic, which is the basic level, and then a paramedic is an advanced level. And the difference is a paramedic can administer IVs. They can insert a advanced airway. They can do a needle decompression and wow. interpret cardiac rhythms. That's amazing. Now, this is another responsibility, which is horrifying. I don't think I could make it as a firefighter. Auto extrication. So that is obviously going to be in a bad accident. And obviously the, the law enforcement is going to be called on something like that as well. That's why obviously people sometimes see fire trucks at scenes like that. So you help. Is that kind of your purview rather than law enforcement, the police or sheriff? Correct. So it's, it's ultimately a teamwork together. And inside of a car accident, the investigation side would fall under the police department and the medical care and or extraction or extrication would be underneath the fire department. So we do have specialized okay. equipment to extricate somebody from a vehicle. I'm sure you've heard of a Jaws of Life. That yes. is one of the, the pieces of equipment that we would use. Very cool. Now, ice rescues. That's another thing that we're going to have to deal with, sadly, coming up soon. Do fires, by the way, before I get into the ice rescue, this is how my mind works. Do they go down in the winter or does that have no effect on anything? It actually has no effect you know again unfortunately fires always happen so there is issues with heating oh, yeah. or there is space heaters so we need to make sure we leave three oh, feet around space heaters i used to have a terrible one hey i blew up on the socket once and i thought i better not use that again yeah i definitely <laughs> would not i would get that service for sure yeah 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 i throw it away probably all right so winter time doesn't matter so ice rescue incidents here's another thing that's got to be i can't even imagine the stress uh, we'll get to that in a minute because i think you actually had some training over the summer about mental health because I could see where this is a job where you do you go way above and beyond what quote-unquote normal people in their lives including myself on the radio do every day so if somebody is submerged I'm assuming from the ice they're gonna be in the water how have you guys got equipment on that we do so again the challenge is we have to be able to handle any type of rescue inside of our area and because we have a large body of water and um, retention ponds and lakes and obviously the Mississippi we have to be able to respond to any type of rescue so ice rescue is challenging because we as a rescuer are also put in a danger in the harm's way if the ice is breaking but we do have special equipment and we train in it annually multiple times actually so that we can safely get out to the individual and then get them back to shore and then into the ambulance and treat for hypothermia or whatever injuries they may have is it a separate dive team the fire department does not have a dive team okay um the county sheriff does have a dive team for below water okay we would, do, we would handle the rescue when they're floating or above water okay so rescue it's a little bit different than recovery. Correct. So I guess if they're floating on the surface of the water and there was ice involved, that might be too late for a rescue. I don't know. Do we have a lot of these horrible tragedies around here? Coming into this winter, I've only been here one winter, so I really don't know. You know, again, it's kind of fires. They kind of come and go. Last year, we did have an ice rescue, and a lot of times it's either beginning of the season when the ice is thin oh, sure. or in the spring when it's starting to thaw, and that's, that was the exact circumstance with last spring is someone went out in the ice and it wasn't safe so it's always a good idea to check the ice make sure that it's thick make sure that it can handle your weight and notify somebody else that you're going on the ice unbelievable and then of course because we are situated in the beautiful mississippi river valley here we, we've got bluffs and so sometimes you actually have to have to have rope rescues have you had a lot of those 
Yeah, so we do have uh, rope rescue or technical rescues inside of our bluffs. And one of the beautiful things about Red Wing is all of the extra terrain or topography that we had. But it also poses a challenge for the fire department. So yes, we did have a rescue two days ago. We safely located the individual, helped them down, and then we did transport them in good condition to the hospital. Thank goodness. You guys just have a remarkable uh, job, that is for sure. Anything else that I haven't touched on any at all, Mike, that you wanted to bring up? One of the latest things in our industry is dealing with lithium ion battery and the safety with them. Oh. And those are starting to become very popular in e-bikes or e-scooters. And the problem is damage or defective batteries can overheat and catch fire or explode. So some safety tips that we have is only purchase and use devices batteries and charging equipment that are listed by a nationally recognized testing lab. Always follow the instruction for the manufacturer and only use the battery and a charger that were designed for it. Do not keep charging a device or device to battery after it's fully charged and only charge one device or battery or device battery at a time to prevent overloading of the circuit. That's interesting. Yeah, because I see those scooters everywhere now. Not too sure I'd probably break a leg. Then I'd have to call you for some paramedic help. And the other thing I forgot to mention were, were overdoses. Is that something you guys, with paramedics, I, I know that I think our police have, uh, and I forget the name of the Narcon. Uh, is that something you guys address too on your calls sometimes? Yeah, we do. And again, it's a partnership with our brothers and sisters in the law enforcement that we work closely together. Again, we would use Narcan when an individual is using uh, some sort of narcotic, and then that will reverse the effects of it. But we still need to transport that person to the hospital so they can get definitive care from their illness. Well, I know all we hear a lot is about fentanyl and things like that. Have you noticed in the last couple of years uh, a big increase in these problems? I have seen an increase over the last couple of years, and I know that all of our law enforcement is trying to fix that problem and identify it. Well, Mike, we really appreciate your time today. Mike Warner, who is our Red Wing Fire Chief on Good Morning Red Wing. We really appreciate your time. Thanks a lot, Mike. Have a great day. Thanks, you too.